the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show, final show of the week. But not the final show in this time slot. But almost. Because on August the 16th, a Monday, the Bruce Hooley Show will be relocating to 11 a.m. 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. So one more week, 5 to 7. And then relocating 11 to 1. Now, Monday, I will not be here. I have a charity commitment Monday. So I will not be here on Monday, but the show will return Tuesday, 5 to 7 p.m., and then we'll do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then on August the 16th, Monday, the show will move 11 to 1 p.m. Aaron, am I allowed to tell them why? Sure. Okay, so uh, I want to thank Salem Media and uh, my um, superiors here for accommodating me in that Uh, I live some distance away from the station, and my daughters will be starting school the week of August the 16th, and they will be attending a new school this year that is in the vicinity of our studio's location. And so I asked if it would be possible for me to work a shift that would allow me to bring my daughters to school in the morning, then work my shift and then pick them up after school and take them home. So it will save us, uh, our family, some trips across town. And uh, and I'm excited about the midday slot because I uh, have for a long time believed that uh, the uh, listening habits of people have been reordered significantly by the fact that you can now listen in ways that you previously could not listen. You used to have to have a radio with you. Now you don't. You can listen on the Internet. You can listen on a phone. You can listen on your Bluetooth. You can stream the show. We make the show available to you almost instantly after it's over on podcasts, and you can download those podcasts. And Aaron's very diligent in uploading those podcasts to 9890answer.com every day. So uh, we hope you'll find in the middle of the day time to listen to the show live, participate in the show live, Um because that is uh, my fondest desire is to interact with you person to person, whether it's on social media, uh, on our Facebook page, The Hooli Show, or whether it is on the phone at 844-TALK-989. But 11 to 1, I think, will allow us to be more reactive to news of the day. And I've always loved breaking news. I've loved covering uh, breaking news uh, as a print journalist, as a broadcast journalist. And so I'm looking forward to 11 to 1. I think it'll be a great shift, and uh, it'll give us a chance to sort of react to events overnight, react to events as they happen, and set the stage for things that are going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's uh, a week from Monday. Again, Bruce will be off Monday. Then we'll have four more shows at this hour. 
if you want to continue listening from 5 to 7, the show will be podcasted. And the entire show will be up sure. by the time, say, you get off work at 5. So you can still listen to the show now if you want or whenever you would like to. But live will be 11 to 1 starting uh, Monday, August 16th. So I have a question. Can they subscribe to the podcast and have it sent to their phone? Yeah, there's an RSS feed that okay. you can sign up for there. And if you know how to use an RSS feed, it kind of just shows up in your podcast list. Yeah, great. Then you get out of work, get in your car, hit the Bluetooth, boom, there it is. Yeah. And, you know, you'll have it uh, in a condensed form. So uh, we'll have all the content there. It'll just be contained in a little bit smaller amount of time. So uh, thank you uh, to the station. Thank you to Salem. And thank you to you guys for making the switch. Hopefully uh, the audience will move with me. And uh, if you have thoughts on that, feel free to uh, let me know. Bruce at 989 The Answer will remain the email address, and you can post your comments at The Hooli Show on Facebook. Good news. This is really good news. We talk a lot about the very regrettable and sad increase in crimes in our city, and every murder is uh, a senseless, despicable act of violence. Some touch our hearts more than others. And when 45-year-old Tarika Candle uh, was murdered in her home uh, on July the 18th uh, in the wee hours of the morning. Uh, it really ended a life of great impact. Uh, she was serving the city of Columbus with distinction as the coordinator of what used to be called Restoration Academy is now called EDGE, which stands for Empowered Development by Gaining Employment. So she was helping... Uh, people who'd fallen into the criminal justice system, she was helping them reintegrate into society, find jobs, keep jobs, excel at jobs. And she was just somebody who I think had also had some adversity in her life and who had triumphed over that adversity and was finding a way to give back. So these two criminals uh, broke into her home and shot her and killed her. And 29-year-old Lonnie Davis will appear in court Tomorrow morning, and still at large, is 24-year-old Ivan Netter. Uh, his last known address, North Linden. So very, very, very sorry uh, that this ended the life of a person who was making a difference in people's lives. And thank you, Columbus Police, Columbus Detectives, for uh, your efforts in uh, tracking down her murderers and... Um, I certainly wish the uh, city prosecutor, Gary Tyak, and his office um, great success in prosecuting them uh, for their crimes. Uh, Mike DeWine had a press conference today. First time in a month. I could live without it. Everyone knows there's a national panic, a local panic, about the Delta variant. Here's another question that's never asked. Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff, he didn't answer it yet today. Uh, our, our betters from Nationwide Children's, from Wexner Medical Center, Hal Paz, and all the smart people at Ohio Health. When you test positive for COVID-19, do they test you for the Delta variant? Or are they just assuming this is all Delta variant related? I mean, they're just going on and on and on about how dangerous the Delta variant is. Let's see. Let's see in a month where the death numbers are. Now, I hope they're right that, or I mean, I hope they're wrong about its about its uh, 
virility, but I think the unmistakable proof that they are overstating it will be if the death numbers don't go up. I'm not rooting for the death numbers to go up. I'm just saying that the alarmist rhetoric is easy to say, but it's not justified unless you can pair it with data that proves your case. For instance, uh, Rochelle Walensky, the head of the CDC, said today that you have twice as great a chance of getting infected with the Delta variant as you, when you're unvaccinated, as those who are vaccinated. Okay, so you have uh, twice the chance. Mike DeWine and Bruce Vanderhoff today basically said 98% of the people who are hospitalized are people who are unvaccinated. Now, that could be explained that you've been vaccinated and you don't get hospitalized. I'll buy that. But on its face, there's a lot of gaps in between her saying you have a twice the chance of getting infected and them saying, no, 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 it's a 98% is way worse for you. So, I mean, fill in the gaps for us. Be honest. Be transparent. People respond to honesty. You're going to have to trust people. I don't know when our people in charge got to the point where they felt like they could not afford to tell us the truth. Um, and I'm watching a local newscast right now. And they're putting, and they're just, all these local newscasts right now are just rooting for COVID. They just are because it gives them content. They just can't get away from it. They say, oh no, Bruce, we're doing a public service. I'll just make you a little bet. Can't prove it. My thought is if there were a local newscast, 4610, feel free to take the challenge. If there were a local newscast that would say, we are not going to have any more than one COVID story a night. I think that newscast would lead the ratings far and away. I think people are sick of it. They've made up their mind. No one is unconvinced on this, right? No one is unconvinced. There may be people who believe in Bigfoot. There may be people who believe in the Loch Ness Monster. There may be people who don't. There may be people who are able to be convinced. If you showed them video or photographic evidence, whatever. But there's nobody who's unconvinced. There's nobody who's, who's undetermined. There's nobody who hasn't picked a side on COVID. Right? Nobody who hasn't picked a side. And it's so funny to me when I hear people say that you're, you should be guilty because you're politicizing it. I'm politicizing it. It's been political since day one. I'm of the firm opinion, and again, I can't prove this. I'm of the firm opinion. You're not going to change my mind. We'd have a different president today if COVID had never happened. All the histrionics about Donald Trump being a totalitarian and a fascist and a dictator would not have been able to unseat him from office if COVID didn't force him to shut down the economy, which I'm sure in hindsight he, rec- he, he regrets. I'm sure in hindsight he rec- regrets that.
Uh, we will give you some audio to prove that people are making this political, and it's not just me. Next on The Bruce Hooley Show. During the breaks, I watch various local newscasts. I got a chuckle, an aggravated chuckle, but a chuckle nonetheless. Out of a story I just watched on one local newscast uh, about mask shaming and bullying. Uh, Nice mom, a couple kids are out at a water park. And uh, the the, uh, thrust of the story is that... uh, they like wearing masks, and uh, people are being mean to them because they're wearing masks. Don't do that, okay? Don't be mean to people who are wearing masks. If you don't want to wear a mask, that's your right. It's their right to wear a mask. So no mean statements, comments, or derision need be exchanged. But it's funny to me that the local newscast feels the need to do a story about mask shaming and bullying when all we've been hearing for like two months and every single day from the White House and today from our governor's mansion and yesterday from our health department betters is shaming of those who choose not to get vaccinated. But we got to come out with the local story today protecting those who've decided that they need to go back and wear a mask. Fine. Do it. I don't care. Don't make me wear one. Fine. Do it. That's great. Have at it. Make you feel better? Okay. I'm not even going to comment on whether it works or not. It's fine. If you want to wear it, wear it. I won't say anything to you. I will tell others not to say anything to you. But to act like they are the only ones, only on one side of this fence are people getting any harassment. What a joke. Like, what a complete and total joke. Speaking of complete and total jokes. Here is uh, Miguel Cardonis. He is your Secretary of Education. He does not like the fact that Ron DeSantis in Florida and some other states like Arkansas and uh, Ohio, by the way, thanks to Senate Bill 44, House Bill 244, uh, cannot, cannot mandate masks in schools. Here is Miguel Cardonis making a very interesting and uh, untruthful point. Don't be the reason why schools are interrupted. Our, our kids have suffered enough. Let's do what we know works. Let's do what we know works across the country. Uh, we shouldn't get pol- politics. Should, doesn't have a role in this. Really, politics doesn't have a role in this. Great. Since politics doesn't have a role in this. Why did the CDC contact the American Federation of Teachers and have the one of the biggest supporters of the Democratic Party draft rules for getting back into the classroom? Why did they consult with Randy Weingarten and the NEA on everything? Why? Randy Weingarten heads the American Federation of Teachers. They don't make a move without calling her. They don't make a move without calling the NEA. It's not political. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Interesting and uh, untruthful on the part of Miguel Cardonis. Speaking of schools, take advantage this weekend of the state tax holiday if you have school supplies to buy. 
Uh, the Hooley family will be taking advantage of that. I would imagine the stores will be a little bit more crowded. I feel bad for the employees at uh, many stores. I see them wearing masks. It just breaks a person's spirit. There's just something about an American, a freedom-loving, liberty-observing American that should not be masked. But the employers are doing the virtue-signaling thing to insulate them from lawsuits as if they have to protect people from themselves, such as our litigious society. American families are expected to spend $37 billion on school supplies this year, up just $3 billion from last year. I guess we still bought the supplies even though nobody was going to school. Families will drop an average of 850 bucks on school supplies? 850 bucks, Aaron, does that seem high to you? Yeah, I mean, that's like half the price of one OSU college textbook. <laughs> what are college textbooks now? <laughs> you can get up in the... Yeah, are I mean, you serious? Up in the $1,000 I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if it's coming with other accessories. Somebody but... let us know. There's got to be some uh, young Republican college student out there. 844-TALK-989. What's a college textbook cost? My uh, daughter the other day showed me her economics textbook. It's a college textbook. Uh, shout out to Arizona. Uh, to shout out to uh, Ohio Christian University. They, I am told by my daughter, and I have no reason to doubt her, they buy the books for homeschool kids who are in the whatever the Ohio program is that kids can t- homeschool kids can take college courses. Good for you, Ohio Christian. Eight hundred and fifty bucks on school supplies. That's got to include school clothes, doesn't it? Would clothes be included in school supplies? I wouldn't think so, but how do you get to 850 bucks? Are they buying kids' laptops, Chromebooks? What do you get a Chromebook for 400 bucks, can't you? Wow, 850 bucks. I can tell you this, the Hooley family is not helping that average grow any. We're not spending that on three kids. Uh, fall semester spending for an average college student is estimated at $1,200. So, you know, you'll save uh, 6% in the state of Ohio. What qualifies for Ohio's sales tax holiday? Clothing items priced at $75 or less. School school supplies priced at $20 or less. School instructional material priced at $20 or less. That will not include any textbooks. The definition of clothing includes items such as shirts, blouses, sweaters, pants, shorts, skirts, dresses, uniforms, and shoes. Well, now, why didn't the school that my daughters are attending hold their uniform sale today rather than yesterday? That would have saved us the sales tax. Uh, It does not cover accessories, briefcases, cosmetics, purses, or jewelry. Items used in a trade or business are not exempt under the sales tax holiday. This has nothing to do with anything I was just talking about. But Aaron, did you see the viral video today of the store owner in, is it, is it Washington? The guy with the transgender woman who comes into his Star Wars store, his novelty store. The transgender woman. So it's I know a, what it's you a, mean. It's a dude, a, a very large dude. Uh, and he 
proceeds to tell the store owner how hateful his sign is, which I cannot repeat his sign on the show. And the store owner is a 75-year-old guy who's just not having it. He's just not having it at all. Did you see the viral video? I saw some of the video, but I didn't know what started the confrontation. It was the con- the, wom- the the alleged woman started it. Went in there to tell him how hateful his sign is. How about this? How about you just stay out of his store if you don't like his store? You don't want to patronize his store. You're hurt by the sign? Don't read the sign. Don't go in and look at the sign. But now they say there's going to be an Antifa protest there tomorrow. That won't be good.